Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, the choir loves every word that I speak on this program. Okay, maybe not all of them, but they, most of them. Uh, good to have you here on the radio show, my friends. Uh, pleasure, pleased, and thrilled I am to be here. I hope you feel the same way. Uh, Joe Concha, uh, no, this was a Fox News contributor said, I saw a recent poll where 50% of Democrats uh, wanted a different nominee for the 2024 election. There's a Wall Street Journal poll out that shows that, uh, that Democrats saying, please give us somebody else. Uh, some uh, some polls show as high as 75% of Democrats. So, again, you got polling data. Uh, how do you interpret it? How do you, uh, uh, I guess, parse it? But the bottom line is a lot of folks would say, okay, yeah, probably a good idea to have somebody else on the ticket besides Joe Biden. Now, me personally, if people say, you're just wanting rid of Joe Biden. No, I want him to stay on the ticket, believe me. Uh, I want Joe to stay on the ticket. I see his favorabilities. I see... Uh, some of the things, as a matter of fact, I'm looking at some favorabilities right now. Uh, only, uh, well, 48% of Americans disagree with how J- Joe Biden handles jobs, uh, energy and transportation, 51% disapprove. And when it comes to inflation, uh, 62% of Americans say that Joe Biden uh, is doing a bad job. So, no, keep him. If you're a Democrat, keep him. But I'm trying to be pragmatic and to give you all the possibilities. And there's more and more talk inside the uh, camps of the uh, Democrat team blue that maybe it's time for Joe Biden to not run for reelection. Now, I don't think that's, it's, there's gonna, I don't think Joe Biden willingly is not gonna run for reelection. Uh, I think uh, unless his family does an intervention and says, Joe, it's time to stop it, unless somebody comes in and says, you know, under the threat of some prosecution with the Hunter Biden and the bribery scandal, uh, Joe Biden's gonna not going to go anywhere unless somebody something drastic happens. It could be as simple as an intervention from Dr. Jill Biden, uh, but his family's already shown that they're kind of grifters and they like the why would you want to give that up? If we can keep old demented Joe out there and keep him in the White House and you continue to get to live the life in the lap of luxury like the First Lady of the United States, why would you ever step in and tell Joe to give that up? You may be making a fool of yourself. You may be embarrassing yourself, but it's okay. I get to, I think there's some selfish motives and it could happen with any family. And I'm thinking it's happening right now. However, it's interesting to see that there's more and more people on what I would call Team Blue that are now questioning whether Joe Biden should be the nominee. Representative Dean Phillips, a Democrat from Minnesota, uh, says anyone who wants to challenge Joe Biden, he says, I would welcome that challenge. He said, I'd like to see a moderate governor, maybe someone from the heartland from one of the four states that Democrats need, uh, but I welcome you to jump in this race. He says, jump in the primary don't be thinking about a third-party candidacy. Jump in the primary and please challenge old Uncle Joe. Uh, what say you, my friends? 
Uh, now, there's another uh, angle of this whole thing. Uh, co-host Joe Concha on the weekend at Fox News uh, said it was a fool's errand for anybody to try to challenge Joe Biden because the DNC has already said there will be no DNC debates. Now, I, again, I know they say that, but there could possibly be an outcry uh, for some debates if uh, if enough people jumped in this thing. So anyway, you got a Democrat representative breaking ranks and saying, yeah, it's time for there to be some opponents here and jump in this primary. And I said this weeks and weeks ago, if not months ago, that uh, this was a chance for a governor uh, that portrays himself to be quite moderate, Jared Polis, to jump in. And, of course, Jared is not the most courageous leader at all, if he's if you can put the leader name next to his, uh, the word leader next to his name at all. Uh, so Jared Polis did not jump in the race, but uh, now the the Democrats from Minnesota are now saying the same thing I said. It would be a, would have been a great chance for Jared Polis to jump in. Anyway, your thoughts, 866-888-5449, Let me give you the quote from the weekend uh, from uh, Joe Concha. He says, Joe Biden can run. Joe Biden can win. And I look at this New York Times focus group. Uh, done by Kirsten Solis Anderson, who's quite good at what she does. And they took 12 Biden voters, and they asked all 12 of them, uh, this is the 2020 Biden voters, do you think Biden is a strong leader? All 12 in the New York Times answered no. Do you think he's a disappointing president? All 12 in the New York Times focus group said, yes, he's disappointing. Do you think he should run in 2024? All 12 in the New York Times focus group said, no, he should not run. And then they said, who are you voting for in 2024? And all 12 of them uh, said they're going to vote for Joe Biden. So that may be the quandary for the Democrats out there. But there is speculation and uh, some calls uh, even by Minnesota Democrats to uh, j- drop out of the race and uh, cite your health and uh, you know do what you got to do. But uh, will he do it? I don't predict that he'll do it unless they forcefully do it or unless his family does some kind of an intervention, which, uh, again, his family's living the lap of luxury right now, so they're not going to do that. Uh, so it, it's it's interesting speculation for sure. 866 888 uh, Jimmy Buffett passed away on Friday. You probably heard that over the weekend. Is there anybody like me? Name all the Jimmy Buffett songs that you can. And I was challenged with that over the weekend. And I was I could name two, Cheeseburger in Paradise and Margaritaville. And the person I was talking to, they also could name one. They named Margaritaville. They didn't know. You can sing the songs. You know the songs, but you might not know their titles. So um, uh, anyway, Jimmy Buffett, his last live performance, by the way, uh, wasn't that long ago. It was earlier this summer. And uh, it's the last live performance uh, was July 5th. The 5th of July, uh, he made a surprise appearance at a 4th of July, 5th of July event. And so rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, Here are some of the hit songs of Jimmy Buffett, including, I believe, Cheeseburger in Paradise and Margaritaville, the two that I knew by title. I knew the rest of them I kind of knew by melody, or I could go to a concert and have a good time. But those were the two songs if you said, uh, name a Jimmy Buffett song as Cheeseburger in Paradise and also uh, Margaritaville. He uh, died at the age of 76, battling a rare form 
a very aggressive skin cancer called Merkel cell carcinoma. Uh, he's been battling it for about four years again. He made a public appearance just, uh, well, two months ago today, July 5th, and uh, he did a performance over the 4th of July, but uh, the skin cancer caught up with him. Evidently, he's been battling the skin cancer uh, for four years, and it finally caught up with him and uh, passed away at the age of 76. Um, I, I read one commentary that said, what a more fitting way, but sad, fitting way for him to go skin cancer because he was always on the beach, always living in the sunshine, and it finally caught up with him, Merkel cell carcinoma. I've uh, been fighting that for about uh, four years. Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Wasting away again in Margarita Come Monday, it'll be all right. Son of a son, son of a son, son of a son. It's five o'clock somewhere We all know just how lucky we are Down at the All right, Jimmy Buffett passed away this weekend, as you probably have heard, and we say rest in peace. Uh, Kenny Chesney, big-time country artist, paid tribute to his late friend Jimmy Buffett. Uh, with an Oceanside rendition of Jimmy Buffett's A Pirate Looks at 40. And uh, this is him, Kenny Chesney, playing his tribute to Jimmy Buffett on the Oceanside this weekend, uh, saying, rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Play it, Kenny Chesney. Watch the men who rode you Switch from sails to steam In your belly you hold the treasure you have ever seen most of them dream most of them dream yeah, I mean, a lot of folks giving tribute to Jimmy Buffett because his influence in music and uh, uh, just entertainment value went all through the, uh, whether you're a rock and roller or whether you're a country music fan, it didn't matter. You had uh, Jimmy Buffett seemed to have a way to, especially Margaritaville, everybody knew the song and everybody could sing along and uh, it, was, uh, it was a fun song and uh, God rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett passed away over the weekend. Uh, here's another so singer that may not speak spread the uh, uh, may not thread the needle between all genres but a band called Smash Mouth uh, Steve Harwell their former lead singer Steve Harwell passed away yesterday uh, sadly he was only 56 years of age according to reports he was in hospice due to liver failure uh, but he was also um, uh, had heart problems. He was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy in 2013. Uh, here's a here's a, a montage of some of the best known songs of Smash Mouth. Now this is one you asked me who what what did uh, Jimmy Buffett sing? I'd say uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise and uh, Margaritaville. Right, that, those are my two answers. 
Well, so if you ask me about Smash Mouth, I would say, I don't know. No, I have no clue. Uh, but you might recognize a couple of these uh, by Steve Harwell and the band Smash Mouth. Uh, how many of you can you name? How many do you recognize? Go ahead. The office shot. You might as well be walking on the sun. Former uh, Smash Mouth singer Steve Harwell. Uh, I love that song, uh, All Star. That's probably 20 years old now, now that I think about it, 25 years old. Uh, but it seems like just yesterday I was rocking and rolling with that uh, as bumper music on one of my first talk shows I ever did. So anyway, good to have you here on the radio show. Uh, nice to have you again. Uh, recognizing Jimmy Buffett passed away, Steve Harwell passed away over the weekend. And uh, you're still with us, though, and you're here for a good reason. That's because... Uh, uh, God's not done with any of us if we're sucking oxygen today. So take heart and take heed, my friends. It's a glorious, wonderful day that the Lord has made, so rejoice in him. All right, the question of the day becomes uh, this. Representative Dean Phillips of Minnesota, Democrat, uh, says anybody who wants to challenge Joe Biden for the presidency should, quote, take a chance. Uh, he's hoping uh, that someone jumps in here, and there's other Democrats that are starting to behind the scenes <clears throat> opine that maybe it's time for Joe Biden to not not proceed. Uh, there's some polling data that has come out over the weekend that uh, does show that not just uh, Americans, but Democrats are really kind of hoping that uh, there would be a different uh, different candidate besides Joe Biden. So we can discuss that uh, throughout the glorious course of this program today. If you're a team blue person, uh, do you believe, I, I know that it's, it's like that New York Times poll, uh, do you like Joe Biden? No. The, the likely voters are Democrats. Do you like him? Do you think he should run? No. Is he too old? Yes. All these things in uh, chorus, they all said that Joe Biden's not the guy. And then they said, who are you going to vote for? <clears throat> uh, they said Joe Biden. So I, I think it's going to be tough, first of all, for a candidate to jump in there, but uh, maybe they will. A couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, a lot of folks were talking about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. <clears throat> as a potential, but I don't think he's far left enough to um, uh, gravitate the attention. A lot of folks hear that last name and his age, and they say, oh, he's a, uh, he's a has-been from a previous generation. But would it be possible for if, if Gavin Newsom today declared he was jumping in the race to challenge Joe Biden, or if uh, Jared Polis jumped in the race and said he's going to challenge Joe Biden, those would be names because of their modern and recent um, impact on politics and the recent office holders. Uh, that would require response by Joe Biden. And again, polling data says uh, they might have a shot. Could be a long shot, but uh, they might have a shot. And if you're on Team Blue, do you believe that, uh, like these Wall Street Journal people they were polled, uh, yes, he's too old. Yes, he shouldn't run. Yes, we need a new candidate. But yes, I'll vote for him. Maybe that's you. And uh, But if there's an alternative, would you say, you know, it's time for Joe to move aside? Uh, your thoughts, 866-888-5449. I also have this great story I've had since last week, and it's a, a story about Ireland. 
Uh, and it's not about booze at all. It's about kids and their smartphones. Parents in a town in Ireland have come together and they have now banned voluntarily smartphones for kids. And evidently in Greystones, Ireland, they have implemented a smartphone ban for primary school age kids. The ban is voluntary, but students said it has reached a critical mass and it's making it enact, making and acting it easier. And they're giving results of what happens in this town and among their students and among their children when they ban the use of them having a smartphone. And it is probably even uh, more uh, stark than you thought. Uh, parents say that it's really been remarkable. They say uh, they're trying to reduce anxiety, exposure to adult materials, the, smart, uh, the smartphone usage eggs on. And the parents association say the kids in range from 4 to 12 years old, uh, you can opt into the ban, and the schools have already banned cell phones. And the parents have said, yeah, not just at school but at home. And they say it's really making an impact among the kids. Now, a couple of years ago when we were <clears throat> talking about cell phones and should there be policies, and I know Utah has toyed with policies about cell phone monitoring for kids and uh, apps that they can access to all the, all this stuff. There's been various states trying to take action. I asked my son, who I think at the time was 16 or 17, I mentioned to him some of these policies, and I said they, a lot of folks say that you got to be 16, 17 uh, before you get access to a cell phone or certain apps. And I was surprised that my son, who actually, um, again, was a teenager and does happen to use his cell phone quite a bit, uh, now he's at college, and I'm sure he's using it even more, uh, he actually said it's a good idea. My teenage son said, yeah, that's a good idea. That's probably a really good idea for parents not to let their kids have their cell phones too early. So anyway, we'll talk about it. It's happening in Ireland. Will it happen in America? 866-888-5449. 866-888-5449. Lakey on the radio. Good morning, Colorado. It's 600 KCOL. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, glad to have you here on this glorious day the Lord has made. Uh, pleasured, pleased, and I'm thrilled to be here. I hope you feel the exact same way. The fifth day of September, year of our Lord, 2023. It's a Tuesday. Feels like a Monday because of the Labor Day yesterday. But uh, uh, for most of us, it's going to be a very short week. At least get the four-day work week. And uh, glad to have you here on the radio show, tuned in with me on the program. I was uh, walking into a store yesterday, and uh, you can always... <laughs> 
<laughs> you can always tell uh, kind of geographically where you're at. I walked into a store that I like, a uh, let's say a boutique grocery store that I was in. They have a great selection of meats and a uh, um, uh, butcher there. So I went in there, but it was closer to, um, it was uh, I was down south and it was closer to Boulder. And uh, as I got closer into the Boulder County, I walked in and there were like three people in masks, which is like uh, 100% more than what uh, happens at the grocery store in my neighborhood. Nobody's wearing a mask. We didn't wear masks near the height of this whole thing uh, because people are still walking in fear and there's this new thing of this new COVID. Well, I, I, it brought me to the question. It's a legitimate question, an honest question. How many of you out there, raise your hand, unless you're driving, don't raise your hand, just nod your head, uh, are still fearful and or testing and or have trepidation about the COVID-19? Anytime you get the sniffles, do you run off and take the COVID test? That used to be kind of protocol. A lot of folks would buy the uh, home COVID test and they would uh, take the COVID test. Oh, I got the cough. I got to take the COVID test. And I'm just curious. And again, I'm not judging. I'm just saying how many people are still living that way? Well, evidently, uh, I, I was shocked to read this. Uh, they're still living that way at the White House uh, under Joe Biden. The uh, White House press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, told reporters back even in July that anyone who meets with the president is still tested for COVID-19 before their meeting. And uh, they said this is merited because Israeli President Isaac Herzog's delegation tested positive ahead of their bilateral meeting. Uh, they said we've had testing protocols when anytime somebody meets with the president, I can tell you that anybody who meets with the president does indeed get tested. I do. We all do. So Corrine Jean-Pierre says she gets tested every time she meets with the president, which I, I think it's a fair question. How often do you meet with the president? Uh, I mean, you are his press secretary. You are his mouthpiece. It seems as if that would be something that you would uh, meet with him daily or every other day. So is Corrine Jean-Pierre not meeting with the president? Is someone else giving you the talk, the talking points to say at the uh, White House press conferences? I, I'm just curious about that. So it's anyway they're living in i i guess this fear and is anybody else living this way do any of you have a workplace where they're still uh doing testing i know for a while uh the iheart kingdom you walked in the front desk and you were supposed to uh take your temperature if you took your temperature then you had to sign the book that you took your temperature even though having a fever is not necessarily a sign of the covid so it was all there all these things that we did and i use air quotes to uh, quote, quote, prevent the spread. And it just, a lot of it was just silly. I mean, none of it really mattered uh, because uh, just because you didn't have a temperature didn't mean you didn't have the COVID. You could still have the sniffles and not have a, um, uh, a temperature. So I, I, I'm curious here. So I was curious to read, read that Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, says she gets tested for the COVID every time she meets with the president. And I'm like, well, you should be meeting with the president almost daily. And if you're not meeting with him daily, how often are you meeting with him? And if you're not meeting with him to get the White House talking points, uh, who are you meeting with? That, that's a very fair question, right? Who, who are you meeting with to um, uh, come out and hold the press conference if you're not meeting with the president? Because she says when she meets with the president, she has to have the COVID test. Well, evidently, now remember when the vaccine came out, uh, it was uh, Joe Biden himself that said, you will never get the COVID again if you get the vaccine. Well, 
and the first family, Joe, Joe Biden, Dr. Joe Biden, all very publicly got their vaccines and all their boosters, etc. Well, uh, news is breaking this morning that for the third time, Dr. Jill, I think it's the third time or fourth time, it, it, Dr. Jill Biden has tested positive for uh, COVID-19. As of yesterday, <clears throat> she's experiencing mild symptoms. And uh, we wish her well. The diagnosis has upended the First Lady's plans to begin teaching the fall semester at Northern Virginia Community College on Tuesday. Uh, she's working with the school to ensure her classes are covered by a substitute. Uh, she's working real hard. She, yeah, they're making a phone call, basically. Make sure, hey, you got to fill in for Dr. Jill. She's uh, absent today. She, that's the... The, the press conference says she's working hard to make sure they find a substitute. That No, they're making a phone call. I mean, let's be honest. If um, it, it, it doesn't take that much to find a substitute teacher uh, for a couple of days at the community college. I, I hate to break the news. It's going to be fine. Uh, she usually only teaches on Tuesday and Thursdays. And so <laughs> she'll probably miss a couple of classes. But she remains on vacation at their Rabohath uh, Beach, Delaware home, and uh, they're on vacation. The administration told CNN Monday there are no changes to White House COVID protocols or to the president's schedule at this time. Now, they also say that uh, Joe Biden, anybody meets with Joe Biden, actually has to get a COVID test before you're allowed into his excellency's presence. Well, does that mean it, if they're not afraid that Joe Biden has got the booger, has, has con- contracted the virus, uh, does that mean Jill Biden and Joe Biden are you know, I, I'm just curious? I mean, Corrine Jean-Pierre says she can't meet with the president without getting a COVID test. Dr. Jill Biden says she's got the COVID uh, while they're on vacation. And yet the White House says, hey, Joe Biden is at no risk of getting the COVID. And I'm just curious as to how is he at no risk of getting the COVID since the first lady has the COVID. And uh, it's a very busy week. They're also saying that Dr. Jill Biden is only having mild symptoms, uh, sniffles and a little cough. And she's, other than that, feels totally fine. Which brings me back to the other protocol. Does she have to get tested because she wanted to talk to Joe? I'm just curious. And this is a legitimate, honest question. I mean this with all fairness. Is anybody out there still testing anytime you get the sniffles or a cough or a uh, little? Is anybody? I, I, I'm guessing. I mean, last time I was at the Walgreens, uh, I, I didn't see any COVID tests, but a couple of times ago I was there. Uh, they, they, it was like in the bargain thing, like 50 cents a test. Take this test. Please get them out of here. Uh, they were there with the Easter Bunny um, Cadbury eggs. And they, they were trying to sell them at a discount to get rid of them and clear them out of I'm just curious. It seems as if Dr. Jill Biden, something caused her to get tested. And maybe, I guess, when you're the first family, you get tested for no reason. Anyway, I've known a lot of people that have the sniffles, a lot of people that have the cold. And I don't know anybody anymore that's running out and taking a COVID test just because you have that. Uh, is it, Maybe I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. 866-888-5449. Anyway, we wish Dr. Jill Biden, whether she has the common cold or the COVID-19 version of the co- common cold, we wish her a very speedy recovery so she can get back to teaching her classes, all that fun stuff. But I'm just curious, really, about the testing protocol. Uh, why did she get tested? Is that just something people do still? I didn't know. 866 888-5449, 888-5449, Dr. Jill Biden has tested positive, and this is like her third time to get it. Uh, she had it last July as well, 
And I think she had it a couple of times before that. I've tried to find the information. But they, they say, never fear, Joe Biden is still going to go to the G20 summit in India uh, because he doesn't have the COVID. And you say, I thought it was very contagious. And he sleeps and hangs out with Dr. Jill. Uh, never fear. It's... I don't understand it. 866-888-5449. 866-888-5449. Hey, kids, if I had to sell the house of Lakey today, I would call Rob Kittle and I would get his insights. If you're thinking about selling your home and you've got some questions keeping you up at night, you're wondering if it's the right time to sell, if you're going to find your next home. For all the right answers, why don't you do what I would do? Call Rob Kittle and the Kittle team. Uh, listen, if you're short on cash, maybe you want to sell your home, but you got to fix it up. Rob has a program that will lend you at least $20,000, up to $20,000 for improvements, and that enables you to get the most money at closing time. And by the way, life happens. If you list your home with Rob Kittle and something changes, he'll let you out of the contract anytime free and clear. Rob specialized upfront marketing. It creates maximum exposure, high urgency to sell your home quickly and for the highest price. Rob Kittle, K-I-T-T-L-E, robkittle.com. 970-GET-SOLD, 970-GET-SOLD. That's the phone number, robkittle.com. Let him know that Jimmy Lakey is talking about him on the radio, robkittle.com. Everybody stand by, 600 KCOL. All right, glad to have you here on the radio show. Jimmy Lakey is my name. Uh, pleasure, please. Thrilled and just a little bit tingly all over just knowing that you're listening to the show this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, here's an update of a story you might have forgotten about. I remember back in, I think it's 2020, uh, was it 2021, 2022? We had a series of fatalities on I-25. Uh, yeah, June the 13th, uh, 2022. Uh, wreck happened on I-25 in uh, Weld County, uh, just south of uh, Interst- uh, Highway 66. It killed the family of, um, of, of Haley Everts, her fiancé, Aaron Godinez, and their three-year-old daughter, Te- Tesla Godinez, and Aaron's parents also uh, were d- killed at uh, 127. I remember the thing because I think it was that my son was off to a football camp in um, – uh, somewhere for high school, and I, I I took the day off or the week off because I was going to the football camp, so I remember that. Anyway, the evidently there's um, the wreck occurred at 1.27 p.m., and evidently at 2.49 p.m., uh, the now defunct, the defunct trucking company, uh, Lucky 22, defunct trucking company, Lucky 22, made a request to add the new truck that was involved in the accident to its policy. So just over a year, uh, uh, an hour away, they decided they were going to add a truck to the policy. Artisan and truckers casualty uh, alleged to the complaint. So now there's a criminal investigation against the now defunct trucking company because the the defunct trucking company evidently was trying to tell the insurance company, hey, we got this new truck in our fleet, and we ought to add that on. Well, that's the truck the truck that was um, uh, that's the truck that was 
uh, part of the accident. So uh, follow this one very closely. Their attorneys are on it. And uh, it's uh, Jesus Puebla was driving the 1999 Kenworth uh, T80 box truck at the time of the four-vehicle crash. He was traveling about 76 miles per hour. He rear-ended the Ford Edge that was carrying the family, and the family was only going about six miles per hour when their car was hit. Uh, Colorado State Patrol determined that the truck had several violations relating to the brakes, and he was driving aggressively before the crash, including tailgating at a high speed. Uh, Puebla, the driver, was arrested in December, charged with five counts of vehicular homicide and one count of vehicular assault. Uh, he also faces counts of careless driving, reckless driving, and commercial vehicle uh, driving it for safety violations. Uh, but the, By the way, his trial is set for November in Weld County. And uh, Lucky 22 and the California Trucking Company all face additional lawsuits in the state and the federal courts. But interesting note that they have in discovery found out that the trucking company, who is now is now defunct, has decided, uh, well, it's been exposed that right after the accident, an hour and 12 minutes after the accident, they were on the phone with their insurance company trying to say, hey, you know that uh, we have a, a, a 1999 Kenworth, Ken, Kenworth, and we got to add that to the policy. Evidently, it was not covered by their policy, and now there's criminal investigations looking into uh, whether there's some kind of fraud going on there. So just an interesting note and a follow-up on a story uh, that was big news for a while. There was a couple of, uh, two, like two in one day or uh, every two. For, for, I remember because I was away and I was uh, out watching football uh, practice for my son that summer at a football event. I think it was in South Dakota, if I recall. But I remember the news stories coming in that I-25 had become a very deadly place for a couple of days and that whole family was wiped out uh, because of this driver. So anyway, follow up on a story that maybe you had not heard of or thought of for a little bit of time. Now you have the, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. It's ongoing. It's being developed. All right. Dr. Jill Biden's got the COVID. When was the last time you got a COVID test? I would bet many of you uh, have had the sniffles, a cough, a cold, and you've never had the COVID test. Last time I had a COVID test was, was required uh, when I headed to Africa. And it wasn't required to get in the country. It was required to go on a safari. Uh, to go see, like, through the National Park to drive, <laughs> to have it. And I took him a COVID test then. But other than that, I, I can't remember. Anyway, Dr. Jill Biden took a COVID test, and she has very few symptoms, but she's got it. Stand by, 600 KCOL. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.